Hello, and welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro and Associates. Get ready for another action-packed episode from our team that will help you save time, taxes, and keep more money in your pocket. Hey listeners, I want to thank you for jumping on today as we continue some of these year-end tax planning ideas. My name is Mike Jezoshek. I'm the CPA and founder over at Jetron Associates. And today I want to talk to you about 1099s. As we get closer to year end, we need to start preparing and thinking about those 1099s so that when January hits, we can get those filed as soon as possible and we're not stressing about them. So I want to give some background information about 1099s so that you know basically what they're for, what entails them, and what you need to do to be able to stay up to date with them. And basically, the first question I want to answer is, who do I need to send a 1099 to? And basically, it's any individual, company, contractor, vendor, etc., that you paid $600 or more to throughout the year in your business. And that part is key. $600 in total throughout the year. This can include payments for rent, services, prizes, legal expenses, etc. Any personal payments that you make would not be reportable. Now, there are some exceptions. There are some instances in which you paid a person or company over $600, but you do not have to issue them a 1099. And those are payments to CRS corporations, payments for merchandise, freight, or storage, payments of rent to real estate agents or property managers. But note, if you paid rent directly to the property owner, then it would still be required unless some other exception was met. Uh, payments made via credit card or debit card or PayPal do not need to be sent 1099s for. And payments made to employees. These would be reported on a W-2 instead of the 1099. Note that the C or S corporation exception does not apply for payments to attorneys. So if an attorney is, organizes a C or S corporation, a 1099 still needs to be sent to them. Now you might say, what information do I need? How do I know what I need? And this is where the IRS has made it very easy for you. They have created a form W-9 that you can request your payee to fill out. So this will be extremely useful for you. This is where you're going to grab the legal name, the address, the EIN or social security number of the business. And it's also going to show you if they are a CRS corporation. So when you send a 1099 to a contractor or an individual or a company, a vendor, or when you send a W-9 to them to get signed, uh, it'll indicate on there if they're a CRS corporation. If they are, then you don't need to send a 1099 for them. But if they are not, then you would need to provide it. So the easiest way to get a W-9 would just Google W-9. Um, just go to Google, Google IRS W-9 or something like that. It's usually the first one that pops up. It's a one-page form. You send it to your clients. Most clients will probably know, uh, or most vendors will probably know the form before. And so send it to them and and then they'll be able to fill that out. So you have the information needed to prepare and file that 1099 in January. Now I keep talking about January. You must have your 1099s mailed or given to your recipients and submitted to the IRS by January 31st. So the year ends obviously in December, you have 31 days to prepare, file and deliver these 1099s. You might be saying, what if I don't file? Well, you can be hit with a per-form penalty depending on how long past the deadline you are. So if you intentionally don't file, the penalty can be much higher. But if you forget, it can be uh, it can be a little bit lower depending on when you actually get that, uh, that filed. Now, there's one 1099 tip that I think everyone should use. And it's to grab a W-9 or get a W-9 signed by your vendors prior to paying them. 
So we get a lot of people that wait till year end to get these W-9 signed. And then they might have a contractor that went rogue. They don't talk to anymore, whatever it might be. And then now they're stuck. So we always say, get a W-9 when you start working with anybody that you're paying, um, regardless if it's over $600. So if you pay someone $200, get a W-9 from them anyways, because in the event that you pay another $800 in six months later, they've now hit that mark and you already have the W-9 on file. So it can often be troublesome or a pain or very stressful to go chase people for a W-9 after the fact. That's why we say just grab a W-9 before you pay them, you have it on file and it makes the filing much easier. So again, just kind of want to wrap up what, uh, what the most important part is. Um, you send a 1099 to individuals, companies, contractors, vendors, et cetera, that you paid $600 or more throughout the year. If the payment was to an SRC corporation, if it was for merchandise, freight or storage, um, if it was made via credit card or PayPal, uh, those would not be required to be included on the 1099. So you do not need to get a 1099 sent to those people. And you find the information to submit the 1099 or fill out the 1099 by having all your contractors, vendors fill out a form W-9. And again, these must be filed by January 31st. And if you don't file, there can be a per penalty, a per form fee, depending on how far past the deadline you are. And again, best tip is to grab a W-9 from all vendors prior to paying for them so you have it on file, have it ready. Again, those are our tax tips. Tune in next week as we continue some of these year-end tax tips. We want to prepare you for tax season. We want to prepare you and make sure that you're paying the least amount and legally possible at all times. Look forward to talking to you guys. Thanks for connecting. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro and Associates. If you have any questions, feel free to email them, tax at jetrotax.com. We have packages for small business owners starting at just $75 a month. If you enjoyed our podcast, please take the time out to give us a five-star review in iTunes or wherever you listen. This helps us to bring you useful tips to help you grow your small business. Thanks for listening and have a great day.